Welcome to Finding Your Worth, a podcast designed to help you reconnect with who you are so you can become who you want to be. I'm your host, Sarah Wilson. A few years ago, I realized that something was missing from my life. And what was missing was me. My hopes, my dreams, my inner light had been dimmed by years of drudgery, complacency, going along with what I thought I was supposed to be. Not anymore, my friend. Life is short. I'm not wasting any more of it hiding and afraid to live. Now that I know my worth, I am on a mission to help others who feel disconnected from themselves to find joy and purpose in their lives. Thank you for joining me on this journey to rekindle your spark and find your worth. Hello, and welcome to episode 74 of Finding Your Worth. We spend a lot of time thinking about happiness, talking about it. It's marketed to us constantly. Buy this and you'll be happy. All I want is for my kid to be happy. I'll be happier when I lose 15 pounds. We think we should always be happy. And that if we're not always happy, then we must be doing something wrong, or the world is wrong, or we are wrong. What if you believed that you shouldn't always be happy? What if happiness isn't the purpose or the goal of life? Can you imagine the pressure that would remove from your life? If you didn't believe you were supposed to be happy all the time, the weight that would lift off your shoulders. What if you weren't responsible for your kids always being happy? What if they could be bored sometimes, frustrated, disappointed? What if they could even be angry? And what if you could, too. Instead, we're all running around trying to make ourselves and everyone else constantly happy. You don't go out and buy a pair of shoes thinking, this will make me happy. But you might be buying a pair of shoes and it does make you happy for a minute. It feels good. New shoes! How many people... Have a drink after a crappy day at work. When you do, you're drinking it to feel happier. Yeah, maybe you are a connoisseur of bourbon as well. But the underlying reason 
is to feel better, happier. Have you ever eaten a cookie, a piece of cake, or candy, and it gives you that little sugar rush that feels good, doesn't it? Only later, of course, you crash and you must have more, and later might be 10 seconds. That's how it works for me. One cookie, two cookie, three cookie, more, more happy cookies. I am not sitting here judging your eating and your drinking and your shopping, nor your binge watching or your daily exercise habit. I am no one to judge any of this. But lately, I've been learning more about how we chase happiness. And it seems to me that it's because we think we're always supposed to be happy. When someone is sad, we try to make them happier. When you're sad, do you think you need to get happier faster? Like, oh, I got to get over this. This is stupid to feel sad. When you feel angry, do you try to stop feeling angry really fast, especially if you're a woman? When your kid, if you have one, gets upset, do you try to make it all better so that they only feel happy? Do you ever allow yourself to be bored and then just sit there with your own thoughts? We would never tell someone they should stop feeling happy. But we'll certainly tell someone to buck up, little camper, or don't be sad, or calm down, or don't cry over spilled milk. And it's weird because happy is only one of the many emotions that we can feel. Here's a list of what are considered the primary emotions according to the American Psychological Association's website. Fear, anger, joy, sadness, disgust, contempt, and surprise. My understanding is that researchers determined that these emotions were primary because they are experienced across all cultures around the globe. So all people, no matter where they live or what they look like or what their society or culture is like, all people experience those emotions. And out of all of those primary emotions, I'm pretty sure the only one we consider positive is joy. Surprise could be either positive or negative. Fear, anger, sadness, disgust, and contempt those are all generally considered negative, bad, not right, something to move on from and get over. To be a person is to experience all the emotions, and yet we try so very, very hard to only feel one thing, joy or happiness. I find that when I'm sad, I'll watch a movie or I'll read a book. When I'm angry, if I lash out, then I feel shame, which is a secondary emotion. And we all know shame is no fun. So if I'm feeling shame, I'll try to distract myself so that I feel better, happier. 
in the past, it did not occur to me that I could feel the anger or the sadness or the shame. I thought I was supposed to feel happy. When I was married, wasn't I supposed to be in love and feel joy? When my son was born and I was so damn tired, wasn't that supposed to be a constant state of utopian happiness? When I got my green couch or my gigantic dog or my silly kitten, wasn't every moment supposed to be a pleasure? And if I felt anything other than happy in those moments, wasn't I broken? Wrong? Even hearing myself say this, it sounds ridiculous. How many people, though, have told me to treasure every moment with my child? Have you heard this? Every moment? When he threw up all over the carpet when he was four. When he told me I was the worst mom in the universe last week. (laughs) When I screamed at him for making us both late again. I will remember those moments, but treasure them? No, I don't think so. Those moments aren't supposed to be happy and demanding that we feel happy when it makes no sense only leads to deep feelings of guilt and shame. You are not supposed to be happy all the time. You are not supposed to be in a constant state of joy. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you for feeling all the other emotions. You can't help it. You are a person. This is not to say that you need to act out on all of your emotions. You don't have to throw things or scream when you're mad. You don't have to hide under the bed when you're afraid or mentally assault yourself when you feel shame. But you will feel those things and you should feel those things. Now the question is, how can we all stop chasing happy and allow ourselves to be full and complete beings who experience the full range of primary emotions without adding additional guilt and shame to the mix? Allow is the operative word. When you start feeling something and it is uncomfortable Allow yourself to feel it. Don't hide behind drinks, food, TV, shopping, whatever it is that you usually use to distract yourself. Allow the feeling to be in you without judging it. (laughs) I know, I am not saying it's easy. Hopefully, you have done some practice with stopping negative thinking before. Um, You know, when you think something negative about yourself, which most of us do all the time, and you are able to stop that unhelpful negative tape from controlling your life. And if you do need some help with that, check out my Stop Negative Self-Talk sheet at findingyourworth.com. You need to be able to recognize your thoughts and stop that tape that rolls, the one that 
tells you things, including things like you shouldn't feel sad or angry or contempt. The one that tells you that when you feel anything other than happy, you're wrong, bad, and unworthy. Once you can stop that train of thought that you shouldn't feel things, you can allow the feeling to just be there without making it more, without making it bad that you feel it, without making you wrong to feel. I am practicing this. It takes work to listen to your own thoughts. It takes work to stop the usual habit of immediately doing something to stop those feelings. Heck, before you can do any of that, you need to not only recognize the feeling, you need to know how you try to run away from it. If you want a goal that will really challenge you, make it feeling all the feelings and allowing them without running away. It does not always feel good to feel those feelings. As a matter of fact, those feelings don't feel good, especially when you have a lifetime spent being told that you should be happy. You may want to sit with this one for a while. Instead of rushing in and trying to fix your feelings, Because there's a lot of play here beyond what I've covered. So perhaps if you have a meditation practice, you might sit with the idea of what it means for you to chase happiness. If you don't have a meditation practice, perhaps try journaling on the idea. And even if you're not a journaler, take a piece of paper and a pen and and write, you know, Whatever you need to do to help you think through something like this, because it's a pretty deep issue. When I realized that I didn't have to always be happy, I realized that I also didn't have to beat myself up when I felt other things. Then I realized that I was worthy even when I was angry or felt disgust or contempt. And when you feel things that our society has deemed as negative in those moments, you too are worthy of love. You are always worthy of love. Thank you for listening to Finding Your Worth today. However you came here, I hope that by listening today, you find a little more of your worth, your inherent value, that you recognize that you deserve to live with joy, but also with all the other emotions available to you to be fully and completely alive. You, the real you, is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you.